Hey gang, this is Andy Zook, and you're listening to Bad at Parties, one-on-one conversations with artists at the corner of the party. Trevor Borden and I played a show the night before this podcast, and he was gracious enough to take some time out of his schedule while on the West Coast to have dinner with my wife, Heather, and I to talk on the podcast. This recording was two days following the general election, and the show we played and the conversation here were affected by that. So if you're listening to this and you're still in a state of trauma after those results, maybe this isn't the right episode for you. That's fine. That is my trigger warning, but before you move on, Heather, again, my wife, is putting on a dance protest event in Seattle for people who identify as female. I'll have the info for that on the Bad at Parties Facebook, uh, but know that it's Wednesday, November 16th at 415 Westlake Event Space. With that, I'm going to jump right into the very end of our dinner as Heather takes her exit. Uh, Take a listen to Trevor's music at trevorborden.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Bad at Parties podcast for this weekly show. Here we go. Trevor. It was so good. Okay, I know you have to go. You have to start. We already started. Oh, I'm on the podcast? You got on the podcast. (laughs) Yes! I love it. Okay. That's just how it goes down. I normally don't say it started. It started. It, started. it did start. Yeah. Dude, it was so fun playing music with you last night. <laughs> last night was special. I felt it was really, really special night. Yeah. I wanted, I was, um, uh, the thing that like most stood out to me that, um, or no, not most stood out to me. There were a bunch of stuff that things that stood out to me. But the thing I wanted to talk to you about was like, when you got off, I you said like, "Oh, I'm like super self conscious." You said something about being like super self conscious about your performance. <laughs> I said, "Rough night for America, rough night for me." Oh yeah, <laughs> rough night in America, rough night for me. Yeah. Did you? I didn't. I had zero idea. Like literally, you had an amazing performance. You played so well. What was like the the thing that was hitting you? Um, honestly, I think it was just the fact that <clears throat> the last month has been focused on other things than 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 practicing music and playing music. Um, and so I kind of went into the show probably already feeling self-conscious of like, mm. oh, crap, you know, I, I just feel out of out of touch with my my songs and my performance. And so there's there's just moments where it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot what, what's the next line. I, I, I get that. I, it's, it's, I mean, I think that's one of the joys of like playing by yourself is you don't have to worry about like, yeah, totally. like you're the only one who, who really, really knows everybody else. Even if they know the song, they could think, oh, he's doing something a little bit different. Yeah. You right. Know? Right. It could be just like a slight adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, I don't know. I like, I listened, I think I went out and got a drink one time. Um, but like that was a. If you keep moving that chair with oh, your foot, thank it's you. going to get on the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, over and yeah, over again. Yeah. I was like, you were like, I don't know why you're pointing <laughs> at the microphone. Like, what, the mic? it, well, yeah, this, what is this black box? <laughs> what is this black box? It's black blue box. Um, no, but like, um, I felt like your performance was really beautiful, but I, I totally understand how that feeling is because I don't play, I mean, I'm playing like one show a month, yeah. maybe. Um, and I'm, there was a time in my life where it was like weekly, yeah. multiple times a week. Yeah. Um, and I totally get that, that feeling of, like, I go for the thing or, like, I reach for it and it's just easily there. It's yeah. easily accessible. Yeah. I'm not thinking about the words. Yeah. It's all muscle memory. And to not have muscle memory, like, you're having to, like, you can't be present with your audience as much. You have to, like, be, like, actively doing the song. Yes. That's, yeah. that's yeah, I think because I, yeah, I had been... 
the last four months, I had been playing a, a show basically every other night. Mm. And so the, the, it just, it, I was shocked at just this gap that I've had of, of being home for a while and having not played a show in mm. really just a month. Yeah. You know, not, not, not a long, long time, but felt, you know, when you're playing every other night. Sure. You lose your like pipes. That, yeah. That, you totally do. That little, the little reach back is not as, as accessible. Mm-mm. Had you been practicing? <laughs> that's, that's no, I hadn't. Right? Yeah. So that was, that was the, probably why I led in, I led into the night feeling already insecure was like, ah, oh, you know, I haven't been playing, I haven't been thinking about music, I've mm-hmm. been, um, you know, figuring out other things and anyway. Yeah. yeah. I feel it more if I'm if I'm not practicing. Like it's okay. There's gonna be sounds <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, I I feel it way more if I'm not like uh, if I'm not practicing. If I'm not just picking up the yeah. guitar and like messing around. Yeah. Like it has less to do with the uh, am I in front of people? Am I uh, playing these exact songs? But it's like am I able to kind of connect with my emotions? Yeah. And be right. Active to myself. Yes. Which actually felt really. I think that's one of the things I really enjoyed about last night was mm-hmm. um, the freshness for me of performing after not performing for a little bit right. um, combined with the just the emotions that were just palpable all over the country and and particularly in you know the group of people that we were with last night. Um, I think that that was really refreshing for me as a, for, for the performance mm-hmm. was thinking you know, just taking the feelings of the songs where I didn't feel lacking in that last night, you know, if that makes sense. There mm-hmm. was, like, a lot of technical things I wish I could, uh, could you know, do sure. over. But the, as far as, like, my uh, being connected, I felt that was, that, was a, that was a plus. That was a nice thing of last night was mm-hmm. there was lots of, lots of emotion already that got to get channeled through music last night, and that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, you played a song at the end that you weren't planning on playing. You were like, oh, I'll just throw this song in there because a friend of mine's in the crowd and she's going to sing with me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like like doing things like that makes a performance so much more meaningful as an audience member. That's like, good, as yeah. someone who is watching you, of course, I'm, I'm also a musician, so I'm like thinking like, ooh, what would I have done differently? Like, yeah. how would I, how, what, like, what do I think about, like, these, these choices? You yeah, know, it's right. impossible not to, to critique and, like, adjust in, in your own mind. But, like, to, to see that and say, like, okay, that's somebody who is definitely, like, willing to accept the audience and willing to accept the environment. Yeah. And not say, like, no, this is how I practice it, so we're going to do it like this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's nice. That's, I think that's... For me, when I'm watching an artist, that's always the feeling of, um, more, yeah, that's what I what I take away from watching performances, just how honest it feels or how just present it feels. And often, mm-hmm. it, when if it's if it's if it's flexible like that, is the higher chance that there's there's a lot, there's a little bit more honesty in it because it's mm-hmm. we're humans, we're flexible, we're, yeah. we're that's part of what we do, you know, yeah. and. That's, you know, Elise Wittick was there that night, so why not? You know? Why not? Why not get her up on stage? She's got a great voice. Yeah. To kill a musician. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like... She knew the song better than I did. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> She's like, that's not the right verse. <laughs> you, you're going to the wrong verse. You're singing about something purple. We gotta sing about flowers first. Yeah, exactly. What was that song called? Purple. You're right. It's purple. Yeah. I was listening. I was there. I told you it was. Um, it was a really good song. That's, like, an older song for you, though. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, that was, I wrote that in college and it was the first song, it was, uh, yeah, probably the first song that 
had uh, that considered my song that was properly recorded and mm. and had it. You know, that's the first song you recorded. I recorded lots of songs before then, but sure. that was like the first. Like I'm doing this it is, right. This is my song. Totally. You know, not this is not my high school punk band's song. Yeah. You know, you did punk. Yeah, punk rock. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Like I told you last night, every I think every folk singer songwriter at our, our age has probably been in some kind of metal Dude, or punk. That's punk, so awesome. Punk. I mean, I know that's true for like everybody in my band, except for me. I've just been like, this is what I'm doing. I'm getting as like aggressive as I've ever been. I mean, I listen to like emo music. Yeah. And I listen to hardcore, but I never got to play in those bands. That was always like a big dream of mine. I wanted to do that. Yeah, it's so fun. It's uh, I. Uh, I what was it, it called? I was in a band called Front Door, um, in high school, yeah. and. I did high school in Portugal. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is how I know Elise. It was a Portuguese punk band. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. We were, we were singing white English. People. We had a, a expats except for our drummer, who's Portuguese. He's now uh, continued to play um, in Portugal. He's one, one of the biggest bands in Portugal. Cool. Um, what are they called? Uh, they're called... Som- uh, the Alva is the name of the guy who <laughs> who's the lead of the, the band, so it's named after him. Cool. Um, he's the drummer. Um Alva is the name. Nice. Um, but yeah, so we were we were a band called Front Door, and we we it's just so much fun. Yeah. It's just it's just so much more energy, so much more uh, engagement of every part of your body. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really I do miss that a lot. Actually. It's it's so freeing. I like totally like the friends that I had that I actually went to their concerts in high school. Yeah. You know, even if it was like at a barn in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like. They were playing punk music. Yeah. And I wasn't like a, I'm not listening to punk on my CD player. Like, that's not what I'm listening to. But, like, if I'm going to go to a concert, that's what I want to go to. Because it, like, you get to be as much of a part of that yeah, show. Yeah, totally. As the musicians yes. do. You, you matter just as much. It's so true. And, it, yeah, that's, that's the hard thing with that kind of music, too, is if the crowd, well, I take it back. We would have a lot of fun in practice, just us. But, sure. But, yeah, that's the, that's the whole point of the, those Especially that age, it's just your friends all together in a tiny mm-hmm. little room. Just like we're all this raging. Like you're all part of this, whether or not you're playing right now. You have as much energy in yeah. this as I do, dude. I love that. Yeah, I think like there is this funny thing. One of my favorite Seattle local musicians. Do you know Rocky Fadaletto? He's yeah. yeah, you know him. Okay, hugely influential influential on my um, music, but also like past history, punk stuff. Yeah, really cool. Oh. Um, was I think the I can't remember. I know he was in Waxwing. He was in a couple of the bands before that. I didn't um, know that. Yeah. You check out Waxwing. It's cool. <laughs> um, but, um, like, he and I think his brother was in the band Blood Brothers. I think that's true. Okay. Also, like, crazy punk weird band. Yeah, but I they, um, <laughs> like, I, I saw that movement. I see lots of other movement of, like, okay, you did hard like metal or you didn't uh, punk or you yeah know, like and then you move to folk yeah like traditional or not traditional but like maybe folk rock yeah is what I see a lot of that happen and I think that it's the same oh, reason is. it's the like everyone gets to be in the exact same space huh. and like I think you get that same emotional cathartic release sure. with folk, folk rock because you get to be I don't know. I don't know. I think it's because you get to be in like the same emotional state as the yeah. audience. I never. I haven't. I haven't made that connection before. But that makes. Yeah, I can see that making sense. Because mm-hmm. you're still you're creating an environment that 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 the audience is somehow a part of as well. It's mm-hmm. not like. Yeah. So you <laughs> whether you're a part of it because you're 
you're feeling the same feeling or because you're smashing into each other at the same time that the band is smashing into each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, like, when, when Kathleen Murray was playing last night, um, she... Like, there were just parts where I was just like, I have to sing with you. I can't not uh-huh. sing harmony with your parts. They're beautiful. Yeah. They instantly sound familiar. Yeah. Um, and I think it's that. I think it's, like, it makes you... It's that similar, like, this draws me into it and makes yeah. me feel like I have something to give yeah. to it. Whether it's, like, the rocking in your body or, like, like you know how to react to it. And yeah. there's so few music that, like, that we're putting out right now that you know what you're supposed to do with it, with your body or with your voice. Um, have you felt, like, there's a... I feel like a lot of people are are feeling nostalgic for the music that we all listened to probably in high school and, and yeah. middle school even. Yeah. And there's a big resurgence of... Mm-hmm. of I love that. It's so exciting yeah. to me. It's, I, yeah, I think that, that that happens to every generation. Okay. I think that this is like a universal experience. I, it, yeah, like, it? It, it embodies <laughs> your youth. Yeah, totally. But but the funny thing is I feel like we're, we're wanting it sooner. Like, you know, we're, we're just barely out of our youth. We didn't really, you know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe we're older than you think. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. we're just older than, we th- than I, I think. I don't know. Maybe it is sooner. I, I definitely think, though, like, what music were, like, our dads and our moms listening to? They were listening to the music they listened to in high school. What music was my grandparents listening to? They listened to the music when they were in high school. Yeah. Like, it's the sounds you had when you were driving, like, your first car. Yeah, also, it's, it's yeah, it's like, uh, wow, you know, that's that age is, there's just so much raw emotion, mm-hmm. and so songs take on, you know, I know I know more lyrics of songs I listen to totally. at that age mm-hmm. than, mm-hmm. you know, bands I listen to now, um, because I don't have that, that same, like, emotional rawness that just latches on to songwriting that mm-hmm. that I that I had totally uh, yeah so it's like yeah it's like, it is that it's like the it's your first experience it's like it's the first time you've heard someone put the, the words to a feeling that you're basically feeling for the mm-hmm. first time mm-hmm. um, that's crazy isn't that crazy yeah that's so what's crazy. crazy to me is the thing about the music that you're making which allows people to connect with the lyrics allows people to connect with the music um, and to think that there are probably people out there who that was that for them. Like, the music that you've made. Yeah. Like, I, I I definitely think that that is that for them. Yeah, that's crazy. That, um, that's funny. That's fun. Isn't yeah. that crazy? It, I think music, it's, that's, that's, and that's the stuff that, it's not for any other reason except it just happened, you know, yeah. that they happen to connect at that certain time of life and that's like, that's the stuff that's out of control. You mm-hmm. know, it's totally out of, out of, it's just that's the stuff that you're just lucky to be a part of or like you holy cow what's happening yeah like I did I was doing lots of things to make this happen but like that wasn't my intention like right right exactly I gave a gift I didn't plan on and like I feel weird because I'm like oh was that a gift is that like like it's not the gift that I received that I cherish right like I feel like how could I possibly give this thing that's so important to me to somebody else without meaning to yeah 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 that's it's great. Mm-hmm. It's it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I had this kid that um, came up to me who's totally not a kid. He's like a good musician right now in Seattle, um, but he and I were talking, and he was just like, 
yeah, I really, like, he was talking to me about the podcast, and he's like, I really, like, I'm listening to it constantly. I was like, oh, thank you. Wow, that's so great that you're listening to it so much. And he's like, well, I listened to your music so much when I was in high school. And I was like, you were in high school and I was making music and putting it out? And he's like, yeah, totally. It was like, because he was friends with one of our old musicians, and he was like, it was, like, really impactful to me and really important to me at the time. And, like, yeah, it just means a lot to me still. And, like, this is stuff that I'm not even listening to. You know, I don't even put those CDs on that I was putting out in 2006, 2007. Yeah. But that was, like, his high school, like, oh, this is attainable. Like, I love this music, and it's made by somebody who I've met. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes, I love that stuff. And I also love, I I think, yeah, I just love the the mystery of all that stuff. Just, Mm -hmm. like, there's just no... There's there's no business plan that lined that up, you know. It's mm-hmm. just it's just that's what happens. Yeah, you can try to figure out like what's the the strategy. I, if I play by myself, it's it's cheaper. If I if I hit these towns, it's gonna be like a good return on investment for like traveling around. Yeah. But like the emotional connection and investment you're making in somebody's life that yeah. is going to like impact you years later. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah, you know, I think as a, as a performer, I've I've had to like. I think coming out of a like punk rock kind of music or a heart, even you know we the you're used to you know, like you were saying earlier like the audience and the and the performer have that that connection mm-hmm. and when you come from different kind of rock music you see it it's a physical response mm-hmm. like you're playing music and you know the audience is connecting with it because the whole it's moving you can see that you can see that happening mm-hmm. um where with some of the songs that are a little bit more more thought provoking or or um yeah it's it's a, it's more of an internal feeling i guess mm-hmm. and and so as a performer you have to you can't look. You can't always expect the, the same visual cues that you know. And so it's always so nice when you meet someone like that who's who's years later telling you, "Oh, this was affecting me emotionally." And you're like, Whoa! I had no. I, I had you, no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, and so I was just trying to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> like so hard. I was just trying to be cool so hard. Uh, and yeah. you believed it. <laughs> you went for it. No. And now you are cool. Yeah. Yeah, but just thinking, so, I think it's just so important to remember, like, those things are hap- those things are happening or can be happening, and it's easy sometimes to, to just forget that when you're performing, and, and, and to remember that, and then treat that, the performance and, and uh, sharing music as a, as a sacred, and, and it's like a, yeah, it's a very sacred space, something yep. that, like, take with respect, because... There's things happening that, you know, you just can't, you can't know. You don't know. Totally. And also at the same time, like, it's also just, you know, it's all fun. Yeah. yeah. I I, I totally get that. And I think, like, especially last night, especially right now, I think we're going to see more and more of this as people um, are less and less capable of distracting from from the terrors of the environment, you know, with this recent election, with... um, the the presence of like okay I can't I don't get to just like work my job I don't get to just um, like play my songs by like yeah. for people who look and act like me yeah. like 
I have to make a difference. I have to connect with people. I have to listen and understand something that I don't understand because what I'm doing right now, I'm a part of a thing that let something terrible and awful happen. So as more and more people are experiencing that, more and more people are hitting this place um, where they feel disconnected, where they feel isolated, I think that, you know, the job of the, of the artist is is demanding right now mm-hmm. and like everything counts like everything counts right now in what you're creating what you're doing what you're putting out there um in in that you're you have the opportunity to make a connection with somebody yeah a real connection that they're desperate for and and if you squander that or if you make the wrong kind of connection or or um or don't respect that like i, I think it's just such an atrocity and i think like this is that moment where you can say like okay, what do I do? How do I push myself further yeah. than that? How do, I, how do I deeper connect with people right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's such a, I, I haven't been able to understand or put to words yet what it, what it feels, but it does feel like kind of what we were saying earlier. It feels like we're, it is such a, it's a season of, of importance for musicians and for mm-hmm. creatives. Like this right, is you a, were talking about that earlier when we were having dinner. Yeah, yeah. it just, it, I don't. I, I. I'm anxious to be able to understand that more and be able to express that more. But at this point, all it feels is just like, yeah, I just feel the importance of it. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, that's it's interesting. It's, yeah, it's really interesting why that is. I yeah. Don't know. Um, when I was hanging out with Aaron, our drummer. Yeah. Um, before the show, we wanted to like like we all dressed in black for the show. We were like, this is a time of mourning, and like normally. Uh, Aaron is the only person who talks in her band. Like, I don't talk. Like, mm-hmm. it's just kind of a different way for me to, like, try to... That's something that I like to do to try to say, like, I want to be uh, intentional and that, like, the words I'm speaking are exclusively the words I've worked a lot mm-hmm. of time on and I'm not saying something. I'm not just off the cuff saying something I thought of two seconds ago yeah. when I've got things that I've put hundreds of hours into. Yeah. And so he's allowed to say things because yeah. he's not seeing those things. Uh-huh. Uh, um, but I wanted to say something um, because it felt like the right time. Um, and like we, like, but while you were getting sound checked and while you were getting set up, like we just spent that whole time just like talking about what are we going to say? Yeah. What are we going to say? Like, where do we say it? Yeah. Um, and like, what is our mentality? What is the presence we're entering into this with? Um, and like before the show entirely, like hanging out with you and with Kathleen and, yeah. and like having like, tears in the backstage and like just like emotions in the backstage yeah. it's just like yeah I don't really know where I was going with yeah, that but yeah. it just it felt like uh, it felt so special yeah totally it felt so special to be a part of that yeah really yeah really really special night I, it was such a funny thing totally you know when we were planning the, the night and booking the night totally who did, knew did not think months ago like yeah. six months ago yeah. or, or like five months ago we were like oh we should play a show together yeah and had no you know you weren't were, even thinking like oh that's November the day night. after yeah. the elections and it, you know obviously didn't had no idea who was gonna win but we wasn't even thinking that that's the night after elections it was right. just like November 9th yeah I got nothing yeah let's do that yeah great yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but then lesson learned yeah lesson every learned. four years watch <laughs> those nights <laughs> look at your calendar look at your calendar every four years <laughs> Remember, yeah, well, who knows? That might all change. We don't know. Yeah. Well, it was a good election. Yeah. I missed those. Right. <laughs> Woof. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Um, I, I was thinking about this, though, with um, that... Uh, you were talking about growing up in in Portugal. Yeah. But I think... Didn't you live in Kenya as well? Yeah. Is that right? You got it. Oh, nailed it. You told me about that before, I think, the last time we hung out. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, obviously, you're growing up exposed to different environments. I think we were talking earlier tonight, today, and you were saying, like, oh, yeah, what, what perspective do I have? I live in Austin right now, and I'm surrounded by, like, other white people. Yeah. Um, and I, I was really surprised by that, like, thinking about, like, like your background of experiences and like ha- and not and typically not and growing up not in white American culture. Yeah. Like yeah, that's um it's and it's confusing to me because yeah, my my growing up um we were the only uh, white family within like a 4-hour drive. We were in mm. we were in a really rural area of Kenya. Um and and then how you know, life can life can switch, and right now, just I I I feel uh, at least in my head, my my understanding, uh, just knowing that there's there are people all, all over the world who have a, a insanely different life experience and uh, than I do, but the reality is, I had I'm not in contact anymore. You know, mm. I'm I'm living in in Austin and sure. And, you know, my neighbors look like me and, and, mm-hmm. um, not that, not that they don't have the same upbringing as I do, but there's just, yeah, not, the, not diversity. And I'm, I'm aware that, um, the system that is, that is created in the U S is designed for me, basically for, yep. for someone who's like, who's like me. Sure. Um, and yeah, how does that. Um, how do I stay engaged? I think I was mm-hmm. I was I was flying you know yesterday, left Austin to fly to come to the show and was looking out the window and, and having all these sad feelings and nauseous feelings and crazy feelings um, post election, and all I wanted to do was just check out and realizing it's such a privilege that I can check out. Right, absolutely. You know? um, I just kind of want to not read any news I don't want to mm-hmm. be part of it and um, yeah and I and I sitting there thinking about how much I wanted to do that and mm-hmm. and realizing I can do that you can um, and you can get away with it yeah and I can and and yeah and just wanting to try to make that some kind of a step towards not doing that mm-hmm. and and realizing that um, it's a it's we surround ourselves with safety and and it's sometimes it's hard to know how to be fully engaged um, mm-hmm. with you know with how we live we, we live our lives we we make ourselves comfortable and it's hard to know where to where to start pushing or something like that absolutely yeah and and I think like um, like acknowledging that is like one of the first most important steps is like saying like I have disability and when you do that when you call out like the ability that you have to disengage and that it would be safe and you can get away with it like that's acknowledging your white privilege that's acknowledging your male privilege yeah to say like this is this is a gift that i have um and if i do this like 
uh, I have this funny idea of what gluttony is. Like, as, like, you know, when it comes to, like, the seven deadly sins, I have had this long-time philosophy that gluttony is actually the greatest of the seven deadly sins, and that gluttony is the taking of something uh, for yourself, whether or not you need it, with the knowledge that it harms someone else. So I'm going to eat more food than I have, like you take the, the idea, the old school idea of yeah. gluttony, the, the king eating tons and eating a feast as the peasants yeah. are poor in the streets, and, and by eating that, he's, he's literally preventing someone else from eating it and, and doing it intentionally and willfully. And I think that to distract, to willfully and actively distract when you know the pain that's happening right now uh, is to engage in a, in a form of gluttony, uh-huh. is to say like, how, like, look at all of these distractions I have available to me to just consume. I can just yeah. feast yeah. on my safety and on these opportunities. Yeah. Uh, well, by doing nothing, my inaction uh, further uh, pushes the situation, further allows yeah, yeah. for these opportunities. That's good. That's a, <clears throat> that's a good picture of it. The, yeah, like, I think it's... I think it's John Locke, like some law of nature, the idea that mm-hmm. if you if you if you plant a garden and you and you harvest from it, um, it's rightfully yours. That's the law of nature. Mm-hmm. But if if anything start going to waste, anything that is wasted is is stealing from from your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and somehow it feels. I'm not sure if I can. I'm not sure the exact connection, but that's what my mind was going to as you were talking about that. It feels similar to that. It's yeah, like, it's absolutely the same. Yeah, it's saying uh, it, it's your laziness having the the freedom to be lazy to let there be waste. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is is a quote unquote a sin? Yeah, it is doing an evil. Yeah, um, because you because you are saying like ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'll just let my I'll let this time go to waste because. I you know have so much of it. I have no. Right. I have nothing else pressing on me. Right, and of course, like I'm a big believer that like, to I have a song about it. That it's called "Gone Ghost," and it's it's about when I was working in an at-risk youth home and like knowing that I could not, uh, continue on the path of like taking care of these kids, uh, in the way that I was and be, healthy, and that eventually it was going to um, make me something that I didn't want to become. It was going to, not only in my work life, but in my personal life as well, and choosing, I need to do self-care. Yeah, right. So it's it's not a abandon yourself, hate yourself, yeah. loathe yourself. Right, no. These are these are also bad ideas. Right, like, and, it's, and it's not even, like you're saying, like, uh, there's a difference between resting and and wasting time. Right. You know, there's a difference um, between taking care, care of yourself and being self-absorbed in yourself. Totally. And it's it we're tempted to jump from extreme to extreme. It mm-hmm. seems like so. It seems like yeah. It's not to say you know don't 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 rest. Yeah. Don't don't take the time to know who you are and and accept who you are, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, if you're just, if you're, if you're consciously choosing to zone out, mm-hmm. that's a, that's different than yeah. consciously choosing to re, uh, like refresh or right. Re- to say like, I, I am, I am doing a, I'm watering myself. I am feeding myself <laughs> so that I'm making an investment in myself with the full intention and the actualization in time to continue this like 
goodness for others and and, yeah. and in the world that you're trying. So, how do you how do you feed yourself? What do you do for you? Uh, you're playing music. You're you're married. Yeah. You're traveling around. Yeah, traveling around. You're it's trying to do schooling again or, or like a boot camp right now. Yeah, doing. Yeah, that's a good. Um, uh, last year, Carly, my wife, yeah, uh, she her focus like one of the. She went into the year saying what she wanted to learn was self care, mm-hmm. and she. It's a great goal. Um, she spent, she started these rhythms that she would just do every day. That was to take time, for herself to be able to process things and be present with herself. Um, and I've just never been. I'm not good at that. Same. Yeah. Um, yeah, and but uh, yeah, for me at least, I know when I when I try to think about what, what is going, what is what is taking care of myself, what is gonna, um, you know, keep keep me going for the long run. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it comes back down to relationship, um, relationships, and how mm-hmm. to. One of my uh, I'm jumping all over the place. That's but, good. That's um, good thought. <laughs> One of my one of my good friends, uh, he you know his he, what he told me once was I just he said I don't. I don't want to turn fifty and not have any good friends. Yeah, that's my goal is to be fifty years old and have good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's I think the most refreshing thing. That's the most. Um, preserving thing is is having real healthy relationships. Totally. And yeah, and so as as a as a person who's been pursuing music as a career, um, the temptation is to say, um, you know, the more hours I can just spend on the road, you know, good things happen to bands that travel. Sure, I got to be moving all the time. It's I capitalism. Gotta be, I got to be meeting more people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I mean it's all those things are good and they're true and that's they're real. That's yeah. part of the that's part of the joy. That's what I you know. I, I love performing, but almost more than that, I love tour. I, I love being on the road and meeting people. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, the content of what I'm creating, mm-hmm. um, the value of that, I think, um, will be is depleting as as my my relationships mm-hmm. are 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 becoming less deep and right. becoming less connected and and. And the more I have invested in relationships, um, the more I find that I know more about my own life and my own experiences. And then uh, through that, there's more content. There's more value in in life experience to be able to, to write about that and share mm-hmm. that. And it looks it doesn't look like a machine producing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and it. In that sense, it doesn't look very successful yeah. often, but hopefully, you know, the best songs that I will write will be the, t- you know, when I'm, you know, the end of my life mm-hmm. because that's when I have the richest, the amount, the, that amount of content, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. So I, so I, so, so what I'm doing to take care of myself is uh, re establishing the priority of, of relationships. Absolutely. And, and yeah. That's... And that totally makes sense because, um, that idea of like relationships being something that feed you is 
uh, is that's what a true relationship is. You can say, oh, I've got all these people that I'm around all the time, but those aren't relationships because yeah. relationships must have equal give and take. I feel like my time and my uh, statements and the things that I'm offering to you are valued, yeah. and I feel like you offer things that are valuable back to me, and it, it comes and it goes and it comes and it goes. Yeah. And I I can totally see that in my in myself, in my music, and I think this is the... the uh, the kind of the burden and the, the joy of the artist is we have the ability to say we know when we are not feeding back into ourselves and we're like we're fe- we're putting the wrong kind of energy into our craft yeah um, because you can see I'm putting all this time into my craft I'm putting this all this time into my craft and it's getting worse yeah you know <laughs> to, so even to the point where you can play a show after not practicing yeah. for a month and still have important things happen. Yeah. Um, because it's, was I as technically accurate? Yeah. I mean, this is you yeah. saying this. Yeah, was totally. I as technically accurate? No, but I was able to be there with people. Yeah. Right. Because you've been doing that. Yeah. And I think that, uh, like, it's easy for me to, to be frustrated with myself for saying, oh, I wish I was playing more music. Oh, I wish I was practicing more often yeah when instead I can say like but right now I'm really proud of what I'm creating because I'm really proud of the relationships that I'm I'm investing in right now yeah that's and, and you know that's what that's what we're all chasing you know we're all chasing that we're all chasing family it seems a little mm. at the end of the day but just if I can make enough money that I can spend time with my family yep it's just let's just spend time with our family yeah that's a that's a real good Texas statement you made just there <laughs> you did <laughs> You did your current hometown. I did, I, yes, my hometown of Texas. <laughs> my my my. Uh, have you seen the Lone Star beer? It's my favorite yeah. thing. The 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 national beer of Texas. Yeah, it's so good. It's real good. The national beer. Um, I made a I made a terrible mistake when I was in Austin because I got there real late at night, and I wasn't in like cool Austin. I was in kind of like outskirts of Austin. Okay. Yeah. And I had thought I was gonna be in cool Austin, um, and I was like you know, driving without a, any GPS or smartphone. And so I'd literally, like, stop at, like, some place where I could get internet signal without my computer, write down the map quest, oh, and, like, yes. follow the handwritten <laughs> notes to where I was going. And so, like, I got there, and I was like, oh, I'm in the middle of, like, nowhere. And I had planned on, like, I'm going to go out to a bar yeah. in, like, a cool part of Austin. And so I ended up going to, like, the only open gas station and getting, like, I was like, what do you have? I was like, like... I don't know what it was, but, like, their beers were all behind the counter. Okay, yeah. And I was like, can I get a beer? And they're like, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know any of your beers. Like, I was like, can I get an IPA? And they gave me, like, the worst doghead fish or dogfish head, whatever that brand is. I hate that brand. I've had it one time in Austin, <laughs> so and it was maybe funny. the worst beer I ever had. That's funny. I hate that beer. It's it's uh, it's probably, well, what year was that? It was, like, 2011, early yeah. 2012. Okay, yeah. 2011, yeah. Yeah. Austin it's uh yeah it's 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 Austin it's still Texas though yeah. yeah I mean like right before I got to where I was going I passed a I remember still like I passed a billboard with a big confederate flag on it I was like I'm in Texas crazy I'm um, in Texas the what I like about it where I live um, yeah uh out in the hill country there's these big ranches and uh they'll they'll have they'll be these guys with the exotic animals Right? Um, <laughs> Who's shipping all these right. exotic animals <laughs> to the south? It's it's so it's so comfortable, you know, familiar for me. I'll 
drive over Jeez. a hill and like, oh look, there's a herd of zebra. Right. Um, and that's like that's a it's a feels at home like you know. It's like oh that's well that's sweet. <laughs> you know, my, that's my, real sweet. My parents came to visit and I took them for a drive and just for the intention of like let's go let's go see what we can see. We saw we saw zebra, wildebeest. Um, I think we saw Newland. It was like. We were driving. We were driving and just caught stuff from the corner of our eye. But yeah, just all these African animals. That's so wild. You know, we got one up here in Washington, right? No. Yeah, up on the peninsula. Heather actually just went there with a friend <laughs> because they were out on the peninsula and they were going camping to like celebrate this girl quitting her horrible job. And Sharice, uh, she's our friend who used to be on, who was on the podcast before. But she, um, she, they were just like, "What should we do? We got on the peninsula really early. It's there's this drive-through safari. Let's go do it." <laughs> Like, out near, like, Squim, where people's grandparents live. So funny. So funny. She texted me a picture of my dog sniffing a yak through the window. <laughs> what is this? What's happening? I'm not familiar with this. That's funny. It was weird. It was a weird picture to receive when you thought it was going to be like, hey, here's a picture of me camping. It was like, <laughs> here's a picture of my dog my poor and a yak. Coffee. No, no, it's not that. It's a dog and a yak. Dog and a yak. That's funny. <sighs> That's funny. Do you like Do you like living in Texas? I do. Um, yeah, I really like. I especially like Austin. Yeah. Um, I I love the family that we've kind of been adop- adopted by. Cool. Um, so we have. It just feels really comforting and and familiar and good people to be around. Um, yeah, I never I never imagined that I live in Texas. Yeah. Um, What's well, Austin? It's you know yeah exactly. A little it's, blue dot in this it, big red state. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm surprised. I really, really like it, and don't know, don't have any plans to leave right now. So, yeah. so that's yeah, I'm liking it a lot. That's so cool. Was that where you started doing carpentry? Because you were doing carpentry before you were traveling this last time. Like that was your like. Yeah, I started doing carpentry actually in California. Right when I graduated yeah. um, from college, I got a job. Well, when I graduated, I toured for the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, then I came back and um, was, for the most part, full-time um, finished carpenter in mm. Santa Barbara. Mm. Um, and then moving to Austin, I did carpentry occasionally um, uh, when things were slow and needed a little money boost. Um, so I'd take, I would you know, get a, put a project together and sure. do something like that. But yeah, for the most part, since we've been in Austin, it's been... The occasional construction carpentry project. Right. Um, I feel like... Uh, so my dad was a contractor. I grew up doing, like, little projects. And then, like, when I... About two, three years ago, I started doing more and more carpentry. Just, like, building stuff for us. This. Oh, building, so good. Yeah. Building things for friends. Yeah. Um, and, and like, it's this funny thing to be a musician and do that carpentry stuff. Like, there's still, like, to this day, I'm working on a table for my, my bassist, Brian, because he... Uh, just got engaged and they're trying to get some nice pieces in their new home that they're going to be moving into yeah. and uh, I'm building this like maple dining room table that's really fun um, it's got some unique pieces to it that I'm really excited about but like I'm so afraid when I every time I use my table saw still like oh. I'm so like what if I hurt my hands <laughs> that's like, so funny I, I, I still ha- get that way that's yeah I've I've like logically thought that like I wonder why I'm not afraid. I should be afraid right now, uh, but I I like get into the mode, and that's uh, I don't think I, I it's always after the fact. It's sure. like I had I I once was cutting this long um, 
piece of wood that when I let go of the chop saw, I I released and and mm-hmm. and it, it pulled my hand up into the the still bl- uh, spinning saw. And the only thing I was concerned about was that the the clients had just barely they they just rocked, walked around the corner and I was I was so embarrassed that maybe they saw me do that. Luckily, they hadn't. As the blood was pouring <laughs> out of your hand, <laughs> and then later on, I was like, "Oh, I could have lost. I could have lost my finger there." So that's that, that's. Oh, that's a pretty that's good. That's like right along the yeah. finger. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what if that was it? I did not. Uh, you didn't think. Like, yeah, it, did, oh. it didn't hit me. It didn't hit me. Yeah, like that it's the left hand too. Yeah. You need that left hand. You can lose a finger on your right hand. That yeah. could, that don't matter too much. I just got a new I, picking pattern. I, yeah, I could. I could get away with it. Maybe. Woof. <laughs> just play that same G and C over. <laughs> I mean, you're playing folk music, you're going to be all right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Uh, Well, I feel like that's, like, the, like, adventurous. Were you pretty, like, adventurous, like, kind of, like, jump and then think, shit, I could have died? Or were you... Yeah, Yeah. I I, I think, like, when you look at... I think it could be described that way. Yeah. Um, I always feel like the environment was so different that it, it wasn't, like... Adventure feels like the wrong word. It was necessity. Sure. For, hmm. for our growing up. It was, like... You know, there's no other option right now except for try to get through this section of road that is more like a river, and we have to cross Jeez. it in order yeah. to get home. Yeah. So, we're gonna do that. Right. Um, and that's like less of like that. Woohoo! Let's go for it. It's more of like, oh yeah, this is just how you. This is how life is. It's this or, or nothing. Yeah. Um, Jeez. So 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 I think that um, probably is it's. That's how I often feel with things is I can look back at it and I'm learning the lens of of, of American culture. But, oh, yeah, that was an adventurous thing to do. <laughs> uh, and often it's like, oh, but that's just that's the, what I thought I had right. to do. Yeah. I, it, you learn to compartmentalize. You learn to say, like, I'm doing this right now. And then later on you can be like, was that, was that dangerous? <laughs> yeah, right, right. And he, oftentimes I feel like especially – being married now, like yeah. it's easier to see right. totally. because you're you're defensive, you're protective, or you're you're seeing the fear in somebody else. And you're like, you look afraid. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. There's was this of, bad? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> was this the wrong thing to do right now? Yeah. Yeah, it was the super wrong thing to do right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you start you start seeing things differently, or just how m- more people probably are experiencing, and especially also that that's a good point, like the marriage and relationship when you're just taking care of yourself it's easy to not have any idea of what kind of risks you're taking to totally. get us you know you know you're not taking but then you start seeing like oh this affects you this affects someone else i mean you this were talking about this at the concert you were saying something like you guys very intentionally are careful with the, the way you're planning concerts that you're not on you're not apart from each other like more than like what like three weeks yeah at tra- a time or yeah. two weeks at a time or something like that yeah 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 we're trying to we're, we're trying to be <clears throat> thoughtful and and when I'm when I'm planning a longer tour, that if we can figure out a way that we can at least see each other every three weeks, um, yeah. And even that, you know, that was kind of this last year. That was the thought, and now coming to the end of this year and thinking, you know what, I don't think I want to do that anymore. And that's that's not that's not Carly saying that to me. That's me saying that. I don't. Yeah. Like, I I don't. I desire to be yeah, around you more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. You know what other options are there, and that's kind of mm-hmm. you know you just take take it. Now that's the next step. Step mm. is figuring out okay, like mm. that worked for this year, but I don't want I don't want to do that for the next sure. thirty years. Did so. that like have to hit a hard point for you, or was it kind of more like I see where this is 
starting to affect or like where this could affect me? Yeah, that's a good question. I think I think it hit it did hit a hard point, but but it hit a hard point um, kind of once I got home because hmm. you know you totally. you're on the road, um, you're moving, you're meet, you're you're going and you're aware uh, or you're you just have all this adrenaline and so many things going on. And going home and just realizing, you know what, it's been, you know, it's been four months since I've had any kind of rhythm with my favorite person. Right. And, you know, I could, this can, this can, this could, this could snowball and I could be coming home and it could be like six years since I've had a rhythm with. Sure. With, and I don't want that to happen. Absolutely. Um, and so it, it, it did hit me, but it hit me more, um kind of wants getting home hmm. if that makes sense yeah to, to f- like uh, was that and uh, just to like push you and you don't have to be pushy if you want to be like I don't want to talk about my marriage relationship with this but like uh, that um, maybe I'll say for me first like I think for me um, with stuff like that or with things where I'm finding more and more opportunity to isolate for something I love you know mm-hmm. I really love this thing I'm doing whether it's music carpentry uh, projects that I'm really excited about yeah, um, it's easy to isolate and then uh, to re-enter my relationship with my wife or to re-enter my relationship, my other relationships. You know, broaden it. Uh, yeah. It's more difficult um, because I don't get to be selfish anymore. Like I had all this joy of I got to react easily to those situations. I didn't have to worry about being afraid because I didn't have to worry about somebody else. And right. Then, like, so this is me. Yeah. Like, I'm not putting yeah, this on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, for me, it's very much a, okay, and now, like, I don't get to not think about this thing. Like, by being in relationship, yeah, I'm forced to be less selfish, which is, you know, less pleasant Yeah, in, in an immediate sense. In a long-term sense, it's vastly more pleasant right. to not be a selfish asshole. Right, right, you right, know? right. Yeah, and that's the, I mean, the, the crazy thing about marriage is it's not... It's not like oh now I I don't get to get self be selfish I absolutely get to be selfish mm. I just get to be fa- I get to see that I'm, you know I'm safe with I'm faced with it right like, it doesn't so true yeah you know it's like the I'm aware of my selfishness <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah I think that's um, that's definitely a part of it but it it it, it it really keeps coming back down to what I want, and what I want is, is is, more time and more rhythm and more more, um. Like I I'm I'm te- I'm like. Tempted to say I'm not like learning a selfish list a selfishness, selfishness whatever sure. uh, lesson, because, the the motivation behind it is, because I want to be around sure um yeah there's definitely times where um you know if i was by myself i wouldn't i would i would not be i would not be scared of of something and because i'm i'm with someone else um whether it's carly or even even someone else who's uh, not not as comfortable doing something that I'm doing. Sure, just you adapt. Yeah, um, just like oh, this isn't the choice I would make. Yeah, and now I have to adjust. Yeah, or but, compromise that, or or talk it out. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. My, you, you I have down. to. Just, I have to. Yeah, it's I have to move at a different pace. Yeah. I don't get to just 
react and fly by the seat. Yeah, that's that's definitely something I think about a lot. I think with music, music has always been just more of a it's 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 funny because it doesn't lead my life. It's like a response to my life. Is mm-hmm. how, mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's how um, I'm. I'm like I'm learning that too now. That's music always came out of response to to my my life experience, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, and and then that changes a little bit when you when you spend a lot more time playing music is because now my life experience is I'm playing music, right? Um, but but yeah, so so when I think about um, it, doesn't uh, life doesn't feel like it gets in the way of my music because of my relationship with music because sure. it has always been like a like a it's it's a and that's the fire starter like that's where the or the the fuel for it is coming from yeah, yeah. right. Um. Yeah. So so I'm trying to yeah I'm trying to think how that how that how to, if that picture makes sense. But yeah. So I I mean that totally makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. But definitely that that feeling of uh, having to slow slow down is a for for other people. I experience that all the time, but it's in different environments. It's actually more in work. It's more in construction. Mm. It's more in. Mm. I'm a really fast worker. Sure. Um, and I don't like, I'm not very, I don't feel effective in my, my explanations of things. So if you don't understand what I'm trying to do right now, oh, I'd, I'd rather just, I'd, I'd rather do just, it. <laughs> I'd rather do too fast. Yeah, like yeah. get out of my way, I'll just do it. Totally. Um, so I, I totally relate to what you're, that, that type of experience, but it's more, it's in a different, it's in a different place. Uh, it's, it comes out in a different place for me, I think. Mm, I totally get that. That makes sense. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I think that that's, that's beautiful to, to hear you talk about kind of that, um, that joy of like, I, like music is great. Music is wonderful. I like all these things about music. That being said, look at how much better my life can be if I'm balanced. I still can mm-hmm. do all the, thi- all the musical things I want to do, yeah. but I don't have, like there's this concept that I was told of this is what being a musician looks like. Yeah. And it can be really different. Right, totally. And it's hard to give up this, for me for me, and for a lot of people I talk with, man, there are a lot of sirens right now. I'm really <laughs> nervous about that. Uh, there's a, I think that there's this, um, there's this fear of, of failure, of, of admitting something that in, for your mind for a long totally. time was like, uh, if, I, if I'm working another job and I'm only playing music like, this totally. percent, then I'm failing. Yeah, like, and that's 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 a, such a hard thing. Yeah, to get through. Yeah, that that's that's very true. Like yeah. that's, um, uh, you know, that's something I've been processing a lot is realizing I have so much uh, pride and so much feeling of if anyone can do it, this is one of the if this. You know, this is a hard thing. This is a hard career. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anyone can do it, I you know I, I think I can do it. Sure, I think I have what it takes. And as soon as I start finding other options to to sustain myself, if I'm tempted to think, oh, you are failing, you know, oh, right. you know, oh, you know what, like you which is do it, which um, is crazy because then you self destruct on things that are actually probably really healthy for yeah, your life. Right. Yeah. So you. Um, but it's a weird, it's a weird struggle because I totally recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. You like, you want to, yeah. I mean like, cause, cause honestly, the, if the answer to the question of what, if, what's my ideal situation with music is I'm a full time, of course, uh, 
full time, fully funded. Yeah, still musician. to this day. Yeah, still to this day, someone says, "Hey, like my friend Chris will often ask me, like, if you could like stop everything you're doing right now and like be a full time musician, would you do it?" I'm like, drop of a hat. Absolutely. Yeah, no question. Of course I would. Yeah. Where's the contract? I'll sign it right now. Yeah. But I don't think I'd actually be happy. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, I wonder. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, a, it's an I wonder. It's an I wonder. Yeah. Uh, 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 but, like, I'm... Maybe I could... I'm sure I could be happy. I'm sure I could be very happy doing that, especially if it magically appeared like that. Right, then right, I'd right, also right. believe in magic. Which is <laughs> um, but I, I think, like, what it is, is it's, it's breaking um, a hierarchical... Or, or a hierarchical right. concept of self. Yeah. Saying... This is, like, when I am here yeah. and putting in this much effort and I achieve X, then I am better than when I am at this other state, right. which is a lesser version of myself. And, and for me also, it's, 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 it's remembering that we have a pretty screwed up idea of what success is. Absolutely. Um, and, and so we are tempted. I'm tempted um, to equate success as a musician as how many CDs did I sell? Yes. Sell how many how many plays do I have on on mm-hmm. Spotify right now? Yep. How many people are following me on social media? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to put like some like I want to quantify it exactly. I yeah. want to put some like numeric value to it and be like, wow, it looks like I have this and, many yeah. um, in this many seconds. This happened, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm successful. And I as as artists as back to that like the mystery of art. That is absolutely you can't you can't quantify it. No. Um, and and it would be a shame if we got discouraged by by the times that we don't we don't match up to some num- some arbitrary number that we've we've sure. decided because yeah. it, it will always change too. As soon as as soon you know f- three years ago, if I would have if someone asked me what did I want to do with music and I would say you know my dream would be to just be able to travel and play sure. music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then this year, all I've been doing is being tra- is traveling and playing music, and it's and it's 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 quote unquote successful. It would be success. It, um, but now mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, all I want to do is play music, make enough money to raise a family, and be home with my wife at the same <laughs> right, time. Right, like, right, right. What what am I you know what right. am I chasing? And you might actually find a way to accomplish all that, but based on like if history is a is a way to predict the future at all, then would you not hit that yeah. moment and say, well, now successful is this. Right. And, and and that's why I'm trying real hard, this podcast is a big part of it, to say, like, no, success is this moment right now. Right. Like, this moment, whatever is happening right yeah. now, be present, Yeah. be here. And so, like, that idea of taking yourself out of that hierarchical sense of self right. allows you to not impose that on other people as well. Yeah. It allows you to not say, like, okay, I'm looking at my quantifiable numbers on this play. Now let me look at somebody else. Right. How am I compared to them? Right. And do that in all your other parts of life. Right. You know? Yeah. That's yeah, that's good. That's I think that's why that yeah, why the when you're asking how do I care for myself, it's relationship because mm-hmm. you know that is for me, at the end of the day, when it all shakes down, is do I get along with my family? Yeah. Do I? Am I? You know? Am I? Am I? Am I happy with myself when I'm with the people who are closest to me? Yeah. And and 
it's easy for that to be no, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's 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 what that that's what's gonna stay with me, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but it's so it's yeah, it's just so tempting to always look at how are these numbers gonna shake out. No, I think that you said it right. I think that's beautiful. I I see you in that. I see you talking about that, and I see like kind of just I don't know in these moments, like you feel very genuine that and like the way you played your music and the things you were saying like that makes a lot of sense that's good yeah and the fun thing is like for the most part that's why people play music is because they want you know they one of my favorite things is to watch uh (laughs) one of my like favorite types of bands to watch is middle-aged men who are like fully employed and extremely awkward on stage. Yeah. Uh, why, why I love it is because it's watching people use music to express things that they wouldn't, they would typically never allow themselves to yeah. share in any other environment, but because they have a, um, some like bright red electric guitar in front of them. Oh, they, it's their costume. They, they can, they, they can, can become themselves. their character. They can, that's, that out. that's, yeah. that's, um, it's just so valuable that that is like when people find any way that they can they can express I watched this band and they were talking about kissing some girl under the moonlight or something like that and I was just thinking I don't think that you would feel comfortable saying that in any other environment right you know you wouldn't but it's something is so cool that you're you know that romantic picture you're comfortable with just expressing that you yeah. you want it. Yeah, and you, you just feel free, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it, this is what I'm I, doing. Right I, now. Yeah, so, I love that. So like, that's that's a success. That's yeah. success. That's why I like karaoke. I used to hate <laughs> karaoke because oh. I was afraid of like what oh. I needed to do. But now I love watching karaoke. God, I love watching I, people do karaoke. I I, uh, I I enjoy watching. I am so bad at karaoke. There's a karaoke bar like. <laughs> like a stone's throw from our apartment right here. Do you do you go? Do oh yeah. Oh my. Oh word. my gosh. The water wheel. Come on. That <laughs> is my jam. Oh, uh, I I'm so bad. Every time I go, I try to refuse. And then last weekend, uh, I was out with my wife and her coworkers, yeah. and they were starting karaoke. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna like try to get in, into this. Yeah. And I did, and I immediately regretted every. I'm just so bad at it. I Dude, just, I'm terrible. I shame, I shame myself so I, much. I've come to this point where I just love to do the weirdest song I can. Like, I like to do the Blister in the Sun by the Violent Femmes. I like to do, like, Ben Folds, like, Rock in the Suburbs. Like, these are, like, my favorite songs. Like, The Darkness, A Thing Called Love. These are good yeah, yeah, karaoke yeah. go-tos. These are my, these are my I, th- I think what I need is I just need my, I need, like, a list of... Uh, I just in the what happens with me is I literally just don't know I, what I to have choose. this in my phone. I have oh, it. Uh, yeah, so good. I, I need, love it. I need oh. that, dude. This was fun. I appreciate it. Yeah, so nice to talk to you. It's so great. I mean, we're gonna probably like go to our friend's birthday thing now and like, keep happy birthday, Elise. Happy birthday, Elise. Good job singing last night. Good job. Cool. You're you're playing in, on Saturday in Spokane. Yeah. This is gonna come out after that, but I'll do a little social media thing and be like, cool. Go check them out. Awesome. I'm going to say it in that voice. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, kick ass and uh, a good time back. Are you coming? Do you have anything? You have a show in Texas, though, later in November, don't you? I, I can cancel that. You don't? It's on your website still. 
Is it really? Yeah. Okay, he checked it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I did all that. Yeah, good for you. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, after, the, after this, I got nothing. I have, I've, I've dropped everything until February 3rd. Cool. Yeah. Let me know when you're getting back out there. Yeah, I will. Cool, man. Cheers. Nice. Nice.